What do you think happens when we die at Camp Reeves? Good day. A good day would be to sleep in, take a motorcycle ride. You know, you're gonna have to catch me. Walking the streets of the future is really going to be breathtaking. Welcome back to Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends absconded with Dwayne Johnson, purloined uh, Tom Hanks. I've I've done it backwards, and uh, are about to be absolutely mugged by Keanu Reeves. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm stealing third base. Nice. Uh, that's good. Get you into home run scoring position. Mm-hmm. Great strategy. Uh, I am a a securities trader at Schmidt Wetlock and Sh- Schmitty or whatever the place mm. is called. Uh, Smith and Steven. Smith and Steven. Or Steven sure. and Smith. One of those. One of those. Who can mm-hmm. say? It's impossible. You know what? It'd be pretty funny if they swapped it out throughout the movie. Like if it was they Smith. They easily and- could have. <laughs> and I never would have noticed. Yeah. It's Smith and Steven one second. It's Steven and Smith the next. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, big yawn. My dude, it's 238. Yeah. I know. I, for some reason, I'm very tired right now. Mm-hmm. This is um, what we get for recording at like normal hours as opposed to like right before bedtime. Yeah. See, right before bedtime, I get all wired. Yeah. Uh, but now, now I'm sleepy because it's the afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome um, to it- your. 30s in my defense it is like a rainy sunday i've had a busy busy week yeah. a busy weekend and so I, I think i've earned the right to be a little tired yeah brother if you want to be sleepy that's totally fine by me well this is a well, this will be a low energy Oh, yeah, that's edition. what people love to hear at the beginning yeah. of a podcast episode, that there's going to be no energy No, in it. just low-key, maybe we'll do some ASMR, mm-hmm. uh, maybe we'll talk about our diets, uh, although we do that with a lot of energy, a lot of the other yeah. You know, yeah. episodes. Um, it, it is obvious by this point that we watch 2001's Hardball. Yeah. Um, and Luke, uh, how is your watch? Pretty easy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nothing to report. We watched it in the middle of the day for once. Um, on a weekend. On Not a even weekend. during work this time. Not during work. Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, bosses of mine, that never happens. We never mm-hmm. watch a movie during Ooh. work hours. Absolutely nope. not. Uh, but this time we did watch it starting at like noon, 30, 1 o'clock, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. We started this bad boy up. Um, right during lunch, did get some DoorDash delivered. Nice little treat. Had a little treat in a movie. What'd you get? Oh, uh, we got sushi, my dude. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got a little raw fish. I'm running on raw fish power, baby. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens with your gut later. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize, too, we got a fried roll, and I forgot mm-hmm. that fried rolls typically have, like, panko on them, um, mm-hmm. which, uh, I'm sorry, folks, every episode is just going to be a gluten update. Gluten corner with Luke yeah. Patrick. Yeah, okay, gluten corner, here we go. Uh, yeah, I forgot that it does come with panko, uh, which is no good for folks with celiac, but I did eat two of them, so we'll mm. see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see about that. 
Yeah, maybe I rock it off at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Just, like, blast through my roof because of the volcanic shit that my body produces. It's certainly a possibility. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, nothing nothing big to report. Sam, how was your watch? I watched it, and uh, I, I hate to spoil, like, the plot here, but not a single Chris Matthews in this. Yeah. Um, I was expecting at least one. I kind of figured that he would show up, perhaps, in a train station TGI Fridays. <laughs> uh, and no, didn't happen. When did Hardball start? With Chris Matthews? Yeah, with Chris Matthews. <laughs> My guy, definitely before the towers fell. I think, so it, I think, yeah, I think it's been going since uh, the dinosaurs roamed the Earth. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, let's see. Hardball with Chris Matthews. Oh, my God. The first episode premiered July 5th, 1994. And it's, is it, it's not still going, is it? No, I think, I think Chris Matthews did, did a, did a bad thing. Oh. Um. He may have he may have been like kind of a pervert. Uh, so it did end in twenty twenty. What what happened to Chris Matthews here? Let me just look. Yeah, let's his... get a quick thumbs up or thumbs down on Chris Matthews before we spend too much longer talking. Yeah, about him. yeah. He announced on his final episode that he was retiring following an accusation that he had made inappropriate comments to a hardball guest four years earlier. On that occasion, he stated, the younger generation's out there ready to take the reins. We see them in politics, in media, in fighting for their causes. They're improving the workplace. Chris Matthews, everyone. <laughs> the old, there's other generations dodge. Mm-hmm. There's exactly. people coming up in the ranks. Uh, anyway, don't look too closely at anything else happening with me. Okay, uh, bye. That's still... Yep. The mid nineties to twenty twenty is a That's... hell of a run for a big a big pervert. Mm-hmm. Who apparently I just saw made loads of sexist comments uh, throughout his career. And a uh, shitty person. A big pervert mm-hmm. and a shitty person. A person who, I think this tells you everything you need to know, deserves to be in a TGI Fridays in Penn Station. Here's what I don't understand about your Penn Station story. Uh-huh. Knowing what we know about Chris Matthews now, mm-hmm. if there were two people finger-blasting each other at the bar, uh-huh. wouldn't he, like, saddle up and be like, is there room for a third? I don't think he noticed. He was kind of in a different area of the restaurant. I see. He was in the more restaurant area of the restaurant, whereas we had a clear line of sight <laughs> to the bar um, where two people were just... I, I saw someone finish. I'll, I'll put it that way. Nice. You saw the vinegar strokes. I hmm. saw their vinegar strokes and I nearly screamed because I was not prepared for that. Because again, I was in a TGI Fridays in Penn <laughs> Station. I hadn't anticipated seeing someone orgasm. Hey, what's the, uh, what's mere the feet hardest? away. What's the hardest you've ever come? Well, I tell you, once I was at Penn Station at the TGI Fridays. <laughs> I I could see Chris Matthews over at the other end of the restaurant, and boy, oh boy, did that get my motor running. When they, and uh... I 
<laughs> when they delivered my soggy onion rings, I finished mm-hmm. so hard that you the, could uh, you could see the blast from space. The silent scream that I let out as as my partner stroked me to completion mm-hmm. was visible by four people uh, who did not know what to do with it. Yeah. Can I, I forgot to mention this because I think we were finishing up much like this person did uh, mm-hmm. when we talked about your TGI Fridays at Penn Station experience. I, too, have had a TGI Fridays quickie sort of uh, witnessing a quickie experience. Okay, okay. Yeah, you got to clarify that. It sounds like yeah. you fucked in a TGI Fridays. No, I was not an active participant. Uh, although if I had been Chris Matthews, maybe I would have. Uh, maybe you would have. Maybe I would have gone over there. But no, so we were at a TGI Fridays in, let's say, Cleveland. I don't remember where. It was okay. on a road trip going to somewhere, and I was probably 14, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did see two employees uh, have a hurried, whispered conversation. Mm-hmm. Because we were like at the back of the restaurant, duck out a side yeah. door, return maybe five minutes later, putting their clothes back together. Which here's the thing I don't understand about this: mm-hmm. uh, you're working at TGI Fridays, and your fellow coworker is like, "I would like to go to Pound Town," and you say, "I mm-hmm. too would like yeah. like to go to Pound Town." Mm-hmm. You go do the deed in the alley next to the the oil dumpster mm-hmm. um, yeah the grease every, trap the grease trap thank you <laughs> mm-hmm. oil dumpster i put it to you is also factually accurate but not what we call it right yeah i mean people i think broadly understand what you're trying to get across yeah but uh it's a big dumpster I, full of oil full of nasty oil yeah um but you finish why would you enter the restaurant half clothed? Don't want to miss out on tips. <laughs> hey guys, as you put like your belt back together, you walk mm-hmm. up to your table like, "Hey guys, how everything tasting good over here?" I mean, I know it's TGI Fridays, but relatively, yeah, is everything tasting uh, good? Why are my hands damp? Uh, <laughs> let's talk about that later. <laughs> Uh, what is it with TGI Fridays? Is is it just an aphrodisiac? It's a very sensual restaurant. A lot of people yeah. don't know that, but uh, n- nothing but aphrodisiacs on the menu. You know, chocolate, um, oysters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stuff that you really want to get at a TGI Fridays. I feel like, because I said clams, which is not the thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it should be. It's the same should thing. It? But yeah, here's my point. I think since it's TGI Fridays and they have nothing but aphrodisiacs, it's still a TGI Fridays. So instead mm, so, of oysters... So it would be clams. Yeah, they have clams. They have chocolate and clams. And it'd be like like bad milk chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shitty American chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. TGI Fridays, folks. Uh, thank you for sponsoring this episode. Mm-hmm. Um TGI Fridays, get onion rings and come. <laughs> I'm just going to hang on. I'm just going to write down uh, a quick little title. Mm-hmm. You uh, go ahead. Keep doing the rest of it. Yeah. 
TGI Fridays, get fucked and get full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, see, here's the thing. Um, this is the part of the episode where you break down the plot, Luke. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can do that. I got that mm-hmm. coming. Let me just put one more star yeah. next to this brilliant idea I just had. Um, just, just vamp a little bit more. Yeah, so basically, the, the plot of 2001's Hardball... What do you say for years when the towers did fall? The year the towers fell. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Year zero. Yeah. Um, Hardball, starring Keanu Reeves, is uh, a movie in which Keanu Reeves plays a degenerate gambler who's in deep with two different bookies, one of which is named The Barber, which mm-hmm. I find very entertaining. Um, yes. It's like being in with a bookie named The Plumber. Ooh, mm, ooh, the plumber. Ooh. Ooh. He'll, he'll, he'll crack you. He'll crack you. Um, yeah, he'll fill those pipes. Mm-hmm. Um, and Keanu hits up a guy named Jimmy that he knows for some reason. Do they ever explain who the fuck Jimmy Not is? Not once. Okay, Never. cool. Yeah, uh, definitely a glaring plot hole that he just seems to know a guy named Jimmy who's a securities trader. And therefore is loaded. Mm-hmm. Um, he hits him up for money and he says, I can't give you the 10, 12 grand, whatever it was he's asking for. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, I will give you $500 a week to coach this little league team down in South Chicago. Because this is all in Chicago. Uh, yeah. It'd be wild if they were in like Cleveland. And he was mm-hmm. like, I need you to travel to South Chicago. You're on a real Cleveland kick today. Yeah, I just like picking on Cleveland because nothing happens there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the Cleveland Clinic is there. The Cleveland Clinic, and I guess people boning outside of their place of employment. Yeah, so, I guess so. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's kind of the movie. It's Keanu Reeves uh, works through his debts um, and slowly learns to appreciate uh, teaching these kids and you know teaching them to play baseball and coaching mm-hmm. them uh, as he like works out his own shit there's a uh a teacher who's quite attractive q van halen song um mm-hmm. who, who he he has a romantic interest in and at the end of the movie that's reciprocated um yeah man it's it's pretty it's pretty well i would say it's pretty straightforward yeah there uh, is yeah do we want yeah. to... I don't want to talk about the thing right now. There's a sad thing that happens. Yeah, there's the sad thing. Okay, fine. They, there's a yeah, nine-year-old we kid have to. named G-Baby mm-hmm. uh, who does get shot through the yeah. heart. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, the movie took a real turn. At the took a real era. turn. Yeah. Took a real turn. Real hard turn. So, again, pretty much straightforward what you ex- you would... Well, it plays a lot... Okay, we're going to get into the review here. So, Sam, I mm-hmm. need to know before we do this, what did you think of this movie? This movie is tragic. Yeah. Yeah, this is... It's pretty... Yeah. It's mm-hmm. bang on. Uh, yeah. There is no good. There is no bad. This movie is surprising. Or maybe mm-hmm. unexpected. Yeah. Both fair. Both, yeah, both fair. fair. 
Because here's the thing. I figured it would be like exactly like that Dwayne The Rock Johnson movie we watched. Um, mm-hmm. Where he coaches a, a football team, except this would be baseball. Um, right, yeah. Th- this one really does a good job, though, of juggling some realism and, dare mm-hmm. I say, some grit. With Oh, yeah. Yeah, with... Um, like a more typical sort of like coaching a, a down and out baseball team kind of movie shenanigans. Mm-hmm. It's um, I don't know. Y- you get the impression that maybe it's going to be like a bad news bears type thing. Yes, that's exactly what Rumi said. Yeah, and it just isn't at all. It, no, uh, it's it, might I say a hidden gem. I think so as well. I am so happy that we're on the same page here. Yeah, this is it. Stamp of approval. This is an official Hanksy Panksy hidden gem. Yeah. That's the stamp sound. <laughs> Love it. Because mm-hmm. um, here's the thing. Here's why I think this works. Um, versus, let's just let's compare it to everybody's favorite other sports movie of a similar bent, uh, The Blind Side, starring Sandy B. Mm. Uh, uh, we, we, uh, can we do what I've seen? Okay. Well, you know the plot of blindside right vaguely uh rich white family adopts young black guy who's a real football star and they they white savior him all the way to a successful nfl career Mm, gotcha okay yeah it it's yeah it's pretty shit yeah yeah it sounds it yeah it is uh but the reason i think this works versus that is that uh keanu is also in the shit He's also, like, yes. trying not to get shot or killed or, like, you know, he's not some rich guy. Like, if the Jimmy, his friend, were coaching the team, it'd be rubbish. This whole movie would mm-hmm. suck. But instead, you got a degenerate gambler who's, like, just yes. in the mix. Yeah. And and uh, there's a lot more, like, push and pull of... Yeah. Um, is he gonna stay with him like is he invested and like he does Keanu does a very good job of like selling that inner conflict yeah of like he does actually like give a shit about these kids but he clearly doesn't want to yeah um I see I would actually compare it to a league of their own because yeah. I think we've got some similar things here where you've got like a ragtag group of uh kind of shitty baseball players Mm-hmm. And a coach who doesn't give a shit. Yeah. And of the two, this is the better one. Can we talk about a thing real quick? Sure. You know what we haven't seen out of Dwayne The Rock Johnson or Keanu Reeves? Uh, drunkenness? No, I think we've seen... Oh, we've seen Keanu pretty drunk. Yeah, we've seen... Yeah. Yeah. Pissin'. Pissin'. It's pissin'. Didn't we see Keanu piss at one point? I think maybe once. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but I don't remember where. And it still doesn't hold a candle to the no. do- literally dozens of times we had to watch Tom Hanks piss. Yeah, the actual deluge that comes from <laughs> Tom Hanks. <laughs> what was with that? I I gotta tell you, I don't know. However, what I will say is I feel like Keanu is damper than the average person because we see this man soaked to the bone so many times. Yeah. For some... Okay, so here's here's how it worked. 
Tom Hanks had it in his contract that he had to be pissing at least once a movie. Preferably mm-hmm. two to three times. Sure. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has nothing interesting going on because he's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, well, his contract is that he can't lose or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got to fight the big guy and he's got to win. Mm-hmm. Um, Keanu Reeves, it just says damp. and mm-hmm. it Just damp. Just damp. It's just C clause A appendix 12 and it just says damp. Damp. And what I like is that it leaves it open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. So are you going to make him really wet? Because uh, you can do that. Are you going to make him um, dampen the pants of anyone who watches it? Because you can do that, too. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we get that. We get a very sensual Keanu, and it it works. It does work. He's a beautiful man. Because I always leave damp from those yeah, movies. Most people do. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I like that he's left it up to the directors, the producers, the writers to sort of fulfill that contractual obligation it's a testament to the kind of person and the kind of artist that he is yeah absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. uh well i'm glad that we're on the same page and it sounds Mm -hmm. like for once have we done this this season i'd say this is a hearty recommend um i think i recommended something a while back but i don't really remember what it was yeah, I, mean, I think um, you recommended it in the face of my bitter opposition. Yeah, that does sound very correct. Um, versus, versus today, where I'm happy to co-sign this one. Yeah, no, this is this is an easy recommendation from us. Yeah. Um. So. Oh shit! Shit! I was about to say something. Oh no. Okay. Actually, let's let's start with this. Let's start with baseball. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you have you um, learned how to play baseball yet? No. Oh, okay. Um, why would I have learned how to play baseball? You just watched a baseball movie. Oh yeah, no, no, oh, okay. I don't know how to play. Um, so you and I have had uh, a couple spirited discussions, I would say, about baseball. Sure. Uh, because I went to a baseball game live and in person um, like a year ago, and I told you, baseball, pretty boring because no one hits the ball anymore. You told me, no, 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 you don't understand. The pitching's where it's at. That's the exciting part. Yeah. When there is a montage of one of their big games, Luke, Mm -hmm. in this movie, Yeah. what, what part of the game do they show? Lots of hitting. Mmm. Lots of hitting, huh? <laughs> you gotta okay, so are you going to take are you going to create a half assed opinion about baseball from movie montages or from someone who actually really enjoys baseball? So what I will say is um, from from the perspective of someone who does not know a ton about the intricacies of baseball. Sure. And someone who has seen a little bit about like declining viewership in the yeah. MLB yeah, yeah, yeah. and declining popularity, it, it, but grew up at a time when it was very popular. Like Sammy yeah. Sosa, Mark McGuire were all like household names. Sure. E- even amongst people who did not know a lot about baseball or watch it, uh, such as myself. The hitting is the interesting part. 
Yeah, no, I don't, I don't disagree. When you hit when you hit ball, everything starts moving. Yeah. Hit ball, yeah. everyone moves. Hit ball, everyone everything, moves. Yeah, everything move when hit ball. If yeah, ball and that's exciting. Hit. Yeah, no, uh, I don't disagree. Because, because people are, like, stealing bases. People are running around trying to catch ball, catch ball fun, throw catch ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, people run, 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 dive, slide, hit, yeah. fun, fun stuff. The way it is structured now is man throw ball, man no hit ball. Yeah. Well, here's the problem with modern baseball. And mm-hmm. Okay, I have two things to say to this. And again, okay. I, well, caveat to all this. Two things to say plus a caveat. Here's the caveat. Okay. okay. I, f- I am fully prepared to admit that baseball is kind of boring. Okay. Because yeah. what, what you told me was, no, it's not boring. You just don't get it. Yes, but also, <laughs> <laughs> if you're not willing to learn about baseball and learn the intricacies, like it's not like hockey or football in the European sense, uh, mm-hmm. soccer is, if you will, where you can show up and in two seconds someone can explain to you the basic premise and then you can just lay back with the beer and have a good time. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like baseball's it's. It's in the weeds. It's inside baseball. We have a whole expression um, that, yeah. that means it's complicated and kind of a little boring. So it would be a very bold stance of me to be like, baseball is the most entertaining thing on the planet. Mm-hmm. There's literally dudes. There's three guys in the back of a field that just stand there for 98% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. So there's my caveat. Wait, you did. What were your two points? So my two points. Uh, <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck were my two points? Okay, here's the first thing. So when you're Sam, you're you're a big plane guy, right? A- a- aeroplanes. Yeah, yeah, airplanes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What's the most interesting part of flying a plane? The engine. Okay, because here's what I was going to say. For people who aren't airplane people, you'd think uh-huh. it's like takeoff and landing. Oh, yeah. that Those are the big, in my personal opinion, those are the big engine moments. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Yeah. But that's where find, the engine shines. I see. But you do find a lot of entertainment out of the in-between bits as well. Um, no, yes and no, okay. I'll say. It's... I'll tell you, it's a little dull, because it's mostly flat. <laughs> sure. Not a lot happening. Yeah. Um, now, in the cockpit, it gets a little more interesting, um, because, like, they, they do, like, a pre, pre-landing pre briefing uh, yeah. when you're at the top of your descent, and they go over, like, charts and tables and all that stuff. That oh, part's yeah. interesting. I'm not in that part, though. So well, my I'm part of it like- is... I'm talking about like I know. flight sim. Like if you're in Microsoft Flight Sim. Oh, um. Like it if dep- you're an active see, pilot. Yeah. I I guess I see in flight sim my favorite part is takeoff and landing. Okay. All right. Because because takeoff you get to you get to push the throttle all the way forward and that's satisfying and you get to p- pull it into the air and you mess with the flaps and you yeah. pull up the landing gear and landing. Is just sort of a, a sort of diamond in the asshole situation where you're just hoping to God that you get this thing down all right, 
Um, but you know that you've never successfully brought the plane down even once in like a smooth, acceptable yeah. way. And every time you know that in the past that you've brought this thing down, you know you've shattered the landing gear every single fucking time. Yeah. But you're going to try it again anyway. Um, yeah. And it goes poorly, but it's still fun. Sure. I guess what I'm getting at is that, yes, when man hit ball, people run, run, throw a ball, catch ball, slide. Slide, safe. tackle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh, no tackle. It, um, well, I, uh, slide, touch. Touch. Yeah, just touch. Yeah. No tackle. No touchy. Big time touchy in this one. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's takeoff and landing. For everything else is pitching. That's that's the in between parts. Yeah, and it's just. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah, it, I'm on it, I'm it, on your side here. I understand. It it makes it sort of a baffling sport to watch now because it's just like. Because I think we can all agree if that we could have our flights only take off and landing we'd be pretty happy oh they make me pretty sick so i think i would be oh well sure but i I don't mean like two hours of takeoff and landing yeah i just mean plane takeoff plane then immediately land and you're now in dallas that would be man what a world that would be right baseball doesn't have to warp space and time to do that yeah they just tweak a few rules, I guess. I don't know anything about baseball. Yeah. And suddenly, it's nothing but takeoffs and landings. True. I They'd have to reduce the speed, because the problem is that it's like, supposedly it's one of the hardest things to do in sports is to hit a baseball, because mm-hmm. it turns out the human mind, like your eyeballs, can't fully see a thing that's that size moving 100 miles an hour towards you. Boy, that seems like a big sort of design error, huh? Yeah, so I think we'd have to, like, limit the speed, like, make them check 80 miles an hour or something. What if they threw it from further away? Now we're talking. Yeah. Uh, or make them throw, like, cricket people, cricket uh, bowlers, where you throw it, like, underhand. Mm, underhand, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, or between their legs, like a grandma. Like a grandma, because I think because here's the other the other point I had, and then we can we can stop talking about baseball if you want, or I can just talk about baseball all day. I no, think. no, I'm I'm fine not devoting the whole episode to baseball, a sport I know nothing about and don't really like. Yeah. So the the problem with modern baseball is that as you point out, man no hit ball. Man no hit ball a lot, a lot. of the time, but when man do hit ball, is pretty frequently a home run, which used to be. A, that used to be Babe Ruth, big deal, because mm-hmm. he consistently hit home runs. Right. Um, which was crazy. But these days, man very big. Maybe man, man on big. steroids. Yeah, man too big, <laughs> some have said. Man too big. Hit ball. Man, man too chemically strong. Man too chemically saturated. Hit ball. Ball go out of park, uh, score go up, without any strategy. The strategy was just smack it over the fence. Okay. I have a way to fix it. Yeah. I can fix baseball right here in one go. Yeah, I wish you would. Please. Make make field bigger. 
Yeah. Make field bigger. Yeah. So Make field bigger. That's it. So so pitch now come from further away. So you have yeah. more time to track small white ball coming at you too fast. Yeah. When when man hit ball, ball go out very far, but that's still in stadium. And and I'm th- I'm thinking ahead when man get too big for more and more steroids, and um, you put nets on the outside of the stadium that catch the ball and put it through. Um, you know, like those those like Plinko games where it's yeah. all those little studs and it plink. So it goes through one of those, and that leads it into a number of different shoots, and the shoots go all wacky wild, mm-hmm. uh, and fire the ball out <laughs> to a random point on the field. Love it, yeah. So it's not just like man hit ball, ball go very far, hit net, fall down, and then other man have to run very very far. To go find ball. <laughs> That's not it. No, yeah. man hit ball, ball hit net, ball go through Plinko. Ooh, fun, exciting shit. Uh, and because the field's bigger, they're having to run a really long way between bases. Yeah. And then it fires out of one of these random tubes. Maybe hit someone. That could be cool. That could um, be fun. And uh, just a lot of chaos, I think, on the field, which yeah, is what I've- we need. I think you've answered the you know the primary problem with modern baseball. I keep hearing people say it over and over. The pundits, mm-hmm. uh, the players, is that there's not enough RNG. Um, exactly. Everyone <laughs> says it's it's not chaotic enough. Yeah, it needs more random number generation. It needs more mm-hmm. RNGs in this. Yes. Yeah. And. More weird hand signals. Did enjoy that part. They got rid of those. Nope. Bring them back. Yeah. It the is people actually in charge, really infuriating. Yeah. The people in charge of Major League Baseball, I think, do not understand what they have on their hands. <laughs> yeah. Look at. Yeah, it's not worth going into why they got rid of the hand signals and what they were doesn't replaced matter. with. It doesn't matter. Yeah, people don't see. It's like if you told the quarterback. You can't go out there and you'll blue 45 yacht club hike. Yeah, people love that. People, people love, love that, that about football. Yeah. Not big fans of the CTV. <sighs> big fans no. of yelling the Oscar funny Kilo, yell things. Banana banana go. Yeah. Exactly. Or um or when they call an audible. That's always exciting. Yeah. Um yeah, because if you took the quarterback's ability to like point at a person and be like, "Fuck that guy in particular," what yeah. what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, it's it's pretty clear that the MLB doesn't understand what they've got on their hands. No, absolutely not. Yeah, I think that's that's totally fair. Always appreciate a dip into the world of baseball, Sam. But we've talked about mm-hmm. it for twenty minutes at this point. Yeah, so. it's too long, too long. Um, so. Did you notice that Jamal uh, in this movie is Michael was played B. Jordan? A very young Michael yes. B. Jordan. Okay, because I was going to ask uh, while we were watching this movie, I was like, man, I wonder if any of these kids grew up to be anybody. Because they're mm-hmm. all fantastic actors. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. For child actors, they're all, every single one of them is amazing. Mm hmm. Uh, and then turns out Michael B. Jordan's up in the mix. He is, and weirdly, he's in there the least. Yeah, maybe he was busy 
preparing for all the roles that we know him for today. Probably they had him training for Creed even yeah. back then. He was getting yoked for Creed. Uh, do you know who else was in this? Uh, Saul from Deadwood. I never watched Dead Deadwood, so I don't I don't know about oh, that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lafayette from True Blood. Seriously? Yeah, Miles was one, of the, was one of the. Oh my God! What the fuck? Yeah, dude. Oh, that was an exceedingly young. Lot. Wait, hold on. That doesn't. No, that doesn't seem right. Because that's what my wife told me, but I don't think that's true now. Because mm. that was in 2001, and True Blood came out in, like, what, 2004? Mm, I don't think True Blood was that early. Uh, 2008. I don't think he... I don't think he was seven years... Mm. Nah, hold... Hmm, let me let me do some look in here. Yeah, I don't know that that's true, but I do like that your wife said it, so it can't be racist, which is right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that part, uh, definitely definitely helpful. Yeah. Okay. Where are you? I f- I found Nelson Ellis. So let's see. Let's go all the way back to two thousand one. And let's see. Uh, no, was not him. Yeah. I, th- it was, his name was very, very similar, though, which is, I think, why, why my wife thought that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I gotta, uh, now I gotta look up Hardball and figure out what that kid's name actually was. Mm. Let me, let me get there. A. Dellen Ellis Jr., Okay, easily easy mistake. Yeah. Easy mistake. Nelson easy Ellis, mistake. Dellen Ellis. Yeah. I see where she got there. Um, still wrong though. <laughs> still got her. Got her. Got her. So I'll be informing her of that later. Uh, but yeah. yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan is here. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't see just a lot of him. No, but uh, while he's here. Uh, really sells the, I, again they all do yeah they're all fantastic um Sam I have a question for you though uh huh I have two but one of these is fine the other one is not so let's go with the fun mm-hmm. one okay uh, sure everybody in this movie you've got the barber you've got Fink you've got what's his friend's name Tinky uh uh oh oh I wrote it down uh, Tiki. Tiki. I was close. Um, so they've all got these like badass rounder style like gambler names, like the Russian mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what would our gambler names be? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think Kitty. I have one. What? Sorry, what? Kitty. Giddy. No, Kitty. Kitty. Kitty cat. Kitty, Kitty cat, that's better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like that for you. Cause see, that's um, people won't expect it, right? Like they uh-huh. won't they won't expect to have their kneecaps broken by kitty cat. Absolutely not. That's, that's how gonna, that's that's how the kitty lure you in, baby. Yeah, that's because uh, they're them. like 
Because yeah. they're like, Kitty Cat, he's he's the softest book yeah. in town. And uh, and you don't pay me back, scratch your eyes out. Yeah. That's what happened. Exactly. So you get, yeah. the, you get the claws when you're expecting the fluff. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. <laughs> love that. Love that branding, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I had one, and it's completely flown out of my oh, brain. Oh, no. Oh, uh, shit. God damn it. Uh, I did write P-Money down. Uh, P-Money. But I don't love that, to be honest with you. Uh, I see. I see. I thought you meant, like, piss piss dollars. That's like, the problem with my nickname being P-Money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sort of implies yeah. there's some water sports involved. Sure. Um, yeah, man. What the fuck was it? What was it, though? Was it related to Kitty Cat? No, I just liked how good yours was, and it completely evaporated from my oh, head. Oh, no. Well, uh, let's let's try to find you a new one. Yeah, let's work it out. Let's, let's, get, me, let's get me a new one. Um, um, it's got to be hmm. good. I think I want a gambler name, not a bookie name. Ooh, oh, okay. I remember. I remember. Yes. Big Gulp. Because big gulp, yeah, yeah. One, it's powerful, powerful energy. Two, I'm going to make it a signature thing that I walk around with the biggest possible gulp, which I shit you mm. not, I believe these days is a two hander. Oh uh, my god, a paint bucket full of I don't know, Fago, something, Ch- something Ch- offbeat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god. Yeah, I'm gonna just walk around with that, and so then I, you know, I'll place a bet. I'll be like, yeah, I'll take six points in Chicago to win the game this week, and then, mmm, yeah, mm, yeah. If it's Fago, though, you'll die. Yeah, I'll die after I've had uh, 64 fluid ounces of of Fago. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, big gulp, big gulp, and kitty cat. Big old kitty cat. Uh, that's that's who you're podcasting with. Big gulp and kitty cat. It's pretty good. It I is think. actually pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. What was what was your second question? That's sad. I guess it's not so much sad as just like, uh, why couldn't the teacher that he has an interest in not have been a white lady? Hmm. Yeah. You gotta you gotta bring in white audiences somehow. I guess that's true, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um I will say, uh, I did appreciate that Keanu did institute talk shit get hit as a rule for the team. <laughs> I think it should be everybody's motto. Like just walk it's around pretty- your house. It's pretty good, though. My guy, if we institute that rule, we will be beaten so many times. That's true. We do talk a lot of shit. We talk so much shit. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. My guy, I experienced such significant deja vu mm-hmm. during the scene where Keanu and Tiki were scalping tickets outside of the stadium. Okay, why is that? 
I don't know. I swear to God, I had seen oh, that I see. scene before. Clinical deja vu, like not the colloquial version of deja vu. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. I like because yeah. I was like, I'm ninety nine percent certain that I have seen this scene. While Kenner was like flipping channels, and I said, "No, I can't watch that. We're doing Keanu next season. Yeah. I can't see any Keanu films." But she maintained she had never seen a minute of this movie, so I yeah. don't know what the fuck is going on with me. I think you just had okay. Can I get on my deja vu soapbox for a second, please? Yeah. So people, there's like a colloquial definition of deja vu, which is just when something is like really similar. To what yeah. you experienced, uh, and people are like, oh, deja vu. Nah, dude, deja vu is like a like a brain chemical thing that happens. Yeah, and apparently not everybody has it. Most people don't. I I get it actually like semi frequently. Yeah, where me there too. are times where I am very certain I have been in this situation before. Yes, yeah, samesies. Apparently it's genetic, and. Huh. Uh, yeah, there's a genetic component, and most people don't actually experience real deja vu. And it's freaky. It's a it freaky-ass experience. It's so weird. It is so fucking weird. Yeah. Um, because it, like, because you feel fully insane. Oh, yeah. When you're telling Big someone time. else about it, and you're like, I have done this before. Yeah. And, and they're like, no, no, you've never been to Cleveland and watched somebody get finger blasted <laughs> in a train station TGI Fridays, Sam. It's like, mm, feels feels like I have, though, pretty sure. That's the other fun thing about Deja Vu is sometimes it happens at horrible moments like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if, imagine if not only you're watching someone get finger blasted at the Penn Station TGI Fridays, but simultaneously your brain decides to make you feel like you're reliving this moment. Yes. <laughs> like, like this has happened to you once before, and you remember it vividly. Yeah. Only yeah, last man. time, it wasn't Chris Matthews. Rachel Maddow was over there in the corner. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and Rachel Maddow did clock what was happening. She saw point. it, and she called it out. She yeah. said, no, you stop it. Mm-hmm. Which only made them finish harder. It's a whole... Yeah, it was a, it was a bad, bad trip. Yeah. Anyway, just Deja, it's fascinating shit, man. It's, uh, unlike mm-hmm. baseball, it's pretty riveting for everyone. Else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. We gotta, we gotta talk, uh, actually, I have one more baseball question. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my Sammy God, Sammy yes, Sosa please. is in this. Yeah. Didn't he do a ton of steroids? <laughs> oh, and get busted for it? Yeah, mm-hmm. buddy. Okay, because that was like in the height of the steroid period, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what I thought, but I was like, I don't really remember, so I wasn't going to talk any shit and get hit. No, I mean, they had like congressional hearings about the state of baseball and doping. Oh, my God. And uh, your boy, Sammy Sosa, was in the direct middle of oh, no. all of that. So <laughs> see, it made me wonder why didn't why didn't Keanu encourage the kids to start doping? Start roiding up, huh? Mm-hmm. Cause they yeah. would have gotten really good really fast. It's true. If you want to get your nine year olds mm-hmm. to perform like Mark McGuire out there, the only solution is to just get a Gatorade five gallon drum 
Mm-hmm. Uh, fill it with steroids and then just start, uh, you know, before every game, just here, get yours and then jab them. Yeah. Fill them full of roids. Get them going. Yeah. You know, for good measure, get some human go- growth hormone shots yeah. in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Just get everything in there. Get them some blood transfusions. Mm-hmm. Maybe from some professional athletes. Yeah. Uh, or younger kids so they have more energy. Yeah, that could be. Maybe go find some four-year-olds and exsanguinate them. Exactly. Well, not not fully. (laughs) Drain them of most of their blood, uh, Mm -hmm. and then use that to get your nine-year-olds into fighting shape, so to speak. Yeah, because imagine a nine-year-old's strength with a four-year-old's energy. Mm. Powerful stuff. That is frightening. I am genuinely mm-hmm. afraid of that. It's horrifying. <laughs> the strength and coordination of an almost preteen mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> with the vitality of a four-year-old is challenging stuff. Yeah. Um, do we want to... How did you react to the sad bit? Uh, pretty pretty terribly. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first, disbelief. I kind of went through the stages of grief, to be honest. Uh-huh. But first reaction was utter, like, oh, this can't. This is a dream sequence or something, right? Yeah. Um, but no, they did kill the nine-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was coming, but only because Kenna had been watching it with me, and I guess looked up the movie, saw that happen, and she said, I will not be able to handle this. Um, I am leaving now. Yeah. And, uh, that funeral, man. (sighs) I got a little misty-eyed. Oh, yeah. Me too. Uh, I... It... It's upsetting. Yeah, Um, it's rough. Um... Particularly when you consider that this, again, came out in 2001. And... We've done... Nothing yeah, to nothing. stop this from happening again. Yeah. Yeah, here, 22 years after the towers fell. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nothing. Uh, I will say, though, mm-hmm. to its credit, it's more evidence that Keanu can, in fact, act the shit out of a scene. Oh, yeah. I'm, at times, his performance in this movie is a little baffling. Mm-hmm. Like this, the scene where he is, like Tiki is trying to get him to bet more money with Fink, and it sounds like I'm having a stroke, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> not to big gulp it doesn't. Six point spread <laughs> in Chicago, big gulp's right in the mix, baby. And uh, the kids want him to coach for him, and he's just like kind of going back and forth, like ping ponging between the two. Yeah. Um, it's, it's sort of, he plays it a little weird. Yeah, it's, I feel like it's misdirected in the Mm -hmm. sense of, like, you know, the director didn't do a good enough job with trying to get across whatever it was they wanted out of that scene. Yeah, yeah, but otherwise, great performance, and and that funeral is powerful, Yeah, Uh, the the speech he gives. It's heavyweight shit. Another thing that I think this movie does well, uh, mm-hmm. that also you know things like Ted Lasso do, is that 
they give you just the right amount of sports action. Yes. Um, cause I, you know, famously, I I don't get baseball, and so when there's a lot of baseball in a yeah. movie, it, I I don't get what's happening. Yeah. Like how I didn't understand what happened at the end of a league of their own. Yeah. Um. So this worked perfectly for me. Yeah, I think it's the right amount. Because, like, the championship game, we don't even see it. It's just a fade no. to black, and then we see them with trophies. Which well, is and then, perfect. Yes. And, like, the um, like big sort of hero moment when um, G-Baby uh, wins the, like, semifinals, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, we don't see it. And then when we do see it, you know, it's it's through Keanu's narration at the at the funeral. Yeah. And it explains everything that's happening. So like it's not just the action, so you miss like the significance of like why this is important and how it wins them the game. Yeah. Uh and so I loved that. Yeah. It's incredibly well done. Uh like you said, a real diamond in the rough this one. Mm-hmm. A real a real oh, yeah. Rare stamp of approval from the boys for this flick. Absolutely. Um, well, Luke, would you like some mail? Oh my god, yes, it's been so long and I've been so horny for it. Oh, but we have, we have a lot. Oh no. (laughs) So... Um, let's see. Let me find the first one here. Okay, we've got one from Tuck. And the subject line is, No gags, gluten-free bread. And he says, Luke, the best gluten-free bread by far is at Walmart. You Hmm. wouldn't even know it's gluten-free, except for the fact that your stomach won't feel like it wants to escape from your butthole. You're welcome in advance. (laughs) Thank you, Tuck. I appreciate that as I enter a new phase, a new season of uh, digestive wellness, um, if you will, mm-hmm. as I yeah. explore what it means to have celiac. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, and then we have one from Daniel, uh, and it says, in all caps, no, Luke, uh, the subject, mm-hmm. and the text is, tell Luke to get small wallet, front pockets only. Now onto the shoes. Inside? What is gravity? The thing that falls stuff. What are germs? Little stuff. Gravity makes germs fall. Germs live on the ground now. Shoes also live on the ground. Outside germs on bottom of shoes traipsing around the house? Where you eat bananas? No. But... (laughs) But, like, I will walk outside barefoot for short jaunts because I'm from Alabama, the Arkansas of not Texas, even though I moved to Philly. (laughs) But do I scruff my feet on a mat so they are basically clean? Oh shit, I'm gonna get footworms. I'm going to start wearing some slippies outside. Don't want to step in night soil. Signed, Luke. (laughs) Daniel? I just want you to know, I think I had an out-of-body experience reading that. I think that's another all-timer from you, and please seek help. You're unwell. You need attention. Um, We have another one from Daniel, 
subject line, inside clothes and outside clothes is right. And he writes, my wife will just hop on the couch bed, even with shoes on, even after a run or workout? Inside clothes for life, greater than outside clothes. Might as well give me a poncho for outside land. Oh, maybe I should start wearing a poncho all the time outside. Now that I'm typing this, it I think it might be my bipolar brain doing things again. Still inside clothes gang all day. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Daniel. Is there and more? There's one more. Oh, uh, we have, hell yeah. We have from Daniel. Uh, subject line... Yes, Handcock. Please watch Handcock. Please watch Handcock V2 Overrated. I loved the movie Handcock as well. Now I need to know, because you're saying Handcock. That is how he wrote it. Every single time. Handcock. No issues there whatsoever. Love it. Everything's great. Mm -mm. Yep. All good. Yeah, I I forgot to mention at the top of the episode that this will be... The final episode of Hanksy Panksy, as you know it, from this point forward, we will be watching the movie <laughs> Hancock once a week <laughs> until we die. Um, either the original cut or the extended Snyder cut, if you will, that has racier bits. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll watch both, you know, numerous times over the coming sure. years. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be real Hancock heads. We're going to be real Hancock heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, Luke, do you have any parting thoughts for this movie? Uh, for this movie, it's on fucking freebie, so get at it, folks. It's it's um, also on Paramount Plus. Mm. Okay. So. Yeah. If, if you don't have that, it's on freebie, so you too can have the jarring experience of watching a funeral scene only to have it be interjected by, "Hi, it's your skin." Um, what? Yeah, yeah, there's these CeraVe ads, lotion ads that start with "Hi, uh-huh. it's your skin." So, oh my god! Uh, with that exact like enthusiasm, it's it's horrible in the middle of a movie like this. Oh. So, freebie, you folks. know. I earlier today I saw a commercial for My Pillow 2.0 with oh. Mike Lindell, My Pillow guy. <laughs> yeah, the and My Pillow guy. The wild unhinged energy of those commercials from this man who is a real bastard Mm -hmm. um there's something because he it's he shows up in in a couple's medicine cabinet again and they're like he goes hey honey the mike pillow guy is back again and it's just like and he says it with an energy that does sound scared Mm -hmm. uh, which is wild that that's that's the take that they went with. And then Mike Lindell gives this screaming monologue about his special pillows that sounds a lot like he's talking about how he gently fucks each one of them. Um, yeah. But just like his wife, they never have an orgasm. Yeah. Yeah, I once sat... So there's a local pizza and salad place that we both adore. Mm-hmm. Um that's that has a TV in the upstairs where we like to eat, mm-hmm. and uh, inexplicably one day they just had on an infomercial a full thirty full, minute ad. Oh my god! For the pillows from the the good good mustached pillow man, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, 
folks, I don't want you to go to YouTube and watch these things. But I also kind of want you to experience the raw... Un- this is what late-stage capitalism looks like mm-hmm. when it's deeply unmedicated and trying to sell you pillows that are yeah. just pillows. There's mattresses now, too, and that's what he was selling in the infomercial. Oh, God. And it was basically the same thing you're describing, where he was like, get our bed so you can fuck real good on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like to imagine... It'll make you come like you're at a TGI Fridays and just got served <laughs> onion rings. <laughs> I like to imagine that sticked onto, uh, stitched onto the tags of all his things are like, Donald Trump is the real president, pedophiles are trying to take over. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Machine wash cold. <laughs> anyway, uh, can we get out of here? Yeah, so uh, next week... Uh, we will be watching not a Keanu film because, folks, it's mm. one that didn't sneak up on us. It'll be an emergency broadcast of Asteroid City. Uh, we have to Fuck. watch it. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we have to watch Asteroid City. Uh, yeah. So that'll that'll be next week. Luke, do you have any predictions of what this will be about? It's going to be twee as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I imagine we're going to see a lot of pastel tones. Yeah. I imagine we are going to get at least one stop-motion scene with maybe Tom Hanks in, like, a jetpack. Probably. Flying through space. Maybe we'll get to see Tom Hanks piss, but in an artsy way. Ooh, pa- Tom Hanks's pastel piss. Keep your eye out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to this one. I don't mind saying that. I don't mind telling tales yeah. out of school on this one. I I want to watch this movie like I want to have a skewer through my nutsack. Yeah. So we'll go see it together. It'll be a fun time. Yep. Uh, we'll love it. We'll report back next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll save the details of that of that watch experience. We already know some of the parameters, and boys, boys and gals at home, and everyone in between, we're going to be going in hot. On oh this yeah, one. there's some complications. <laughs> it's not an easy one. Yeah. Any way. Uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. Um, well, we don't do Mastodon anymore because it closed. Uh, we don't do Twitter anymore because <laughs> Elon Musk is a piece of shit. Um, and, uh, you can send us an email, though, at HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. Uh, we still haven't gotten any more guesses as to who it was on that treadmill. Um... Uh, spanking and, and walking wanking and walking so yeah. do do think about that uh, and uh, we have a patreon patreon.com slash hanksypanksy we are late getting some stuff up there but uh, it'll get there eventually no. and uh, we, we do fun things over there um, uh, just as a sneak peek uh, Luke I don't even think you know this um, oh this this coming week uh and just like that season two <laughs> premieres so yes. uh 
my wife and I will be doing an episode for the first episode of it just like that. So keep an, head over to the Patreon if that interests you. I believe that series is uh, what we originally called it was Journey to the Center of the City. Yeah. But that sucks, yeah. so we might rebrand. Um, but uh, but yeah, head on over there, chuck us enough money, and you can be one of Hanks's heroes like Tuck and Daniel. Fellas, I'll take you home. Oh. Mm, yeah. Mm. Take you all the way home. If you know what I mean. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Luke, do you have a final quote? I do. It's said by Keanu. It is, no one can kick my ass better than me. Such a powerful line. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy on or among Reeves. uh, And we'll be back next week with Asteroid City.